This is the HV Disruptors Podcast, where we seek out the movers and shakers within the Hudson Valley who are doing big things. Now, here are your host disruptors, Ed Weeks and Dave Eisenstadt. Ed Weeks, what it is? What's up? D-Stat, where you been, man? Don't give it. Don't even start already. (laughs) (laughs) Got to start right out of the get. (laughs) We've been right. busy. Yeah, busy been happens. Busy. Business busy. things happen. That's Sometimes right, man. we forget about our audience. We got to get back after. I know. Shout out to uh, first shout out to Hudson Valley Magazine. No. Yeah, Hudson Valley Magazine. Big ups. Uh, big thank you for the mention. Uh, I think was it six? There was either six or eight. Yeah, it was a, what was it, like, must-listen-to podcast of the Hudson Valley or something like that? Yeah, that's, like, look, knuckle up, man. Not bad for what? We're in our... Episode uh, seven. Episode seven. So our first six has gotten a little notice locally. We like that. I like that. So we're trying to get back on track again, and uh, we don't have a guest today. We were were postponed. We were postponed from a few people. So you know what? We said we're going to do it ourselves. We have to. We have to start dropping... We got to. dropping these things a lot more consistently so we're going to talk about a couple things today the state of the hudson valley and what's going on here and uh what we're seeing out there these days and the good the bad and the ugly and we're going to talk about a com- a, a client that we have that i did a video for alley ooped it up to ed and just the magic of that relationship yeah what a, what a let's just start with the content what a killer video thanks man, like, man. appreciate that for from my client perspective all of it has been great this one is like Chang, yeah. and it's it's cool that there's there's so many different offerings at his place, so you can yes. capture a lot of stuff. And well, we, why are we being so general? And it's a fo- former guest. It is a former guest. He's a client. He's a great guy, Dan Pizzarelli, DC Sports. And if you haven't seen the video, you haven't been on Facebook locally. Yeah. So DC Sports did a video. I spent like three nights there to capture all the things. And yeah, it was a great video. I had a lot of fun working on that thing. And then it's just. Again, there's there's sand, mm-hmm. beach volleyball, there's mini golf, there's bumper boats, there's bands in the sand. He's got so much going on at the place, so all the things that you could capture in that, what, it's a little over a minute, right? Yeah. If I remember. Yeah. Not, the video is relative. It's just jam-packed, action-packed, and, you know, from throwing some, some gasoline on the fire, we can see that it's being well-received and a lot of viewership. So do you want to just talk about it now? I do. So I, so the backstory is Dan approached Ed and said, hey, Ed, listen, I need a drone footage. So then I just asked Ed, what's his direct contact? So I started talking to Dan. I said, hey, listen, why don't you just do a promo video for the summer? I mean, you have all this going on. I can come out a few nights, get the drone up there. And he had three nights, I think I was there. Um, it was Bands in the Sand, which is every Saturday night, which is awesome, awesome venue. I had no idea about it. it free awesome. event. Totally free. Awesome. So he sets up a band out in the, vo- the volleyball, volleyball court, and everyone's out there drinking. Kids are there. It's, it's a great time. And then, of course, the volleyball league. I was there, I think, on a, on a Tuesday. And then the mini golf. And that was it. And I did some groundwork, put it all together, and then showed it to him. He loved it. And then he sent it to Ed. And then Ed. Ed was a little slow. Had some work. To, I, I was a little slow. Work. But we... Uh, well, we've been doing some other things with this summer camp, but we got it going actually just a couple of weeks ago, uh, not even 12 days ago, July 11th. We started throwing a little uh, gasoline on it. As I say, we uh, started running it across Facebook and Instagram and Facebook and Instagram has this awesome new uh, strategy that you can hone in on and it's called through plays. 
and it's really cool. Mm. So it's it's really mirrored and uh, created from the YouTube strategy. So if anybody's ever been on YouTube, when you go to your video and you get that five second ad, and and if you skip it, that advertiser never pays, right? If you skip it, if you watch more than fifteen seconds of it, now it counts as a you know something that the advertiser has to pay for. So it's really cool. I'm looking at it right now, and we used to run. I'll just give you an example. We used to run around hopefully i find this now around three second mm -hmm. views mm -hmm. and for three second views in just short of 12 days here actually we're now in day 12 but in 12 days 9900 just short of 10,000 three second views now we used to pay for those right so this mm -hmm. would have cost us i would say double what it's costing us right now so for the whopping 120 dollars or 10 bucks a day yeah we've gotten uh 2600 through plays that awesome. means 2600 people have engaged at least 15 seconds they say it's like the video but the reality is it's at least 15 seconds so the video is a minute long we're getting at least 15 seconds we're getting 25 percent of that video watched my thought process is and we'll go deeper after it runs a while i would expect people to be watching it just because it's so darn good for the majority of the time so let's talk about so a lot of people are still stuck in the boost era of just throwing up a post and then just putting five, 10 bucks behind it and boosting it. That, talk to people about the video stuff. Like you can re now retarget those people. So the people who have, he's got the statistics right in front of him. Mm -hmm. So the people who have watched it 15 seconds or more, he can now retarget them or I'll chop up a, a smaller video section and then those people only can see it. So it's just regurgitating the content to them. Yeah, then we can really figure it out, right? Because this video card, so this is a guy at the place, DC Sports, it has multiple offerings. He has a lot of things going on. So we can retarget a lot of mm -hmm. different pieces of that. We run promotion for uh, getting more people involved with his uh, sand volleyball, yes. beach volleyball leagues he has great leagues down there we'll run a promotion we can retarget people that have seen this now you're going to say well how do you know they like beach volleyball we don't what the retargeting does is starts to build up another audience from this that has at least seen it has an experience and if they're into it then there's a high probability that we're going to get them to either right. engage in giving us their information or we're going to get them offline to have a conversation about why they should be in the league it works really well obviously if we're in a gym business or if mm -hmm. we're in digital marketing business or we're in creating awesome videos and our video is about that when we re-engage with people there's much more high high likelihood that we're hitting them for exactly why they watched the video the first time this one's a little different but we still weed it out through retargeting right build up those audiences and then we're off to the races so you're getting higher quality leads you're not just absolutely wasting and money on people who are not interested in it and the hardest thing now is that you're getting we're all bombarded with messaging and advertising on everything we do if we go right. in our car we get it if we're in our phone we're waiting we're just getting consistent messages put in front of us you have to look now 12 14 15 16 different touches before you even engage somebody to be a lead yeah to a prospect then it takes a whole bunch of effort to go from a, and this is what people don't understand i've worked with clients who say well you get us leads but they don't convert no, it's just the beginning. You're really, it's called top of the funnel. It's getting wider and wider. So there's a lot more people at the top of the funnel. And most people give up. 
So this right. is this is your competitive advantage. Most people in your space, no matter what you do, if they're utilizing Facebook, Instagram, Google, doesn't matter. If they're utilizing any of those platforms, getting people into their funnel, they give up after one or two contacts. Right. The reality is even after you get them as a lead, you still have to touch them six to eight yeah. times to get them. Again, why is that? Think about what I just said. It's because they're being bombarded mm -hmm. with messages. They First time, they probably won't remember. Second time, nah, I don't really feel like it. You don't want to be sold to. It's like you go to a furniture store. You don't want to engage with the person who comes to the door and says, what are you looking for today? Ah, we're just here. We're just checking things out. You know, I mean, think yeah. about it. It takes three or four contacts, and then you're like, yeah, you know what? We're really interested in that piece. Yep. It, that's it's the same thing. It's the same thing, but people give up. The great people don't, and the people that are winning don't. Look at Grant Cardone. If you don't know who Grant Cardone is, look him up. He will send hundreds of emails to me and I still don't unsubscribe because I like his content. Yeah. Eventually he gets me into some of his things because he's consistently putting in front of me. I'm a salesperson. I want to get better at sales and I eventually engage in this stuff. It's no different. People are worried about, well, oh, I could be spammy. I could be this. I could be that. Who cares? Yeah. You're never converting somebody to a customer unless you get into their face as many times as you can. So you're saying the key to that is consistency. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Yes, yeah. for sure. That's what, that's how the major people are winning. And there's major people locally that are winning because of that. I've worked in, how do I do this the right way? I've worked in the finance sector with a few clients. Uh, one specifically, no names mentioned, but one specifically, again, after one follow-up, these leads don't work. These leads don't work. No, they don't work for immediate follow-up. It's not Google. Someone is not searching for HVAC today and they need it because they don't have air conditioning, right? That's immediate. That is somebody who's looking to spend money right now. Same thing with Yelp. If you've ever dealt with Yelp, if you're on Yelp, chances are you're looking to spend money today. Mm. Facebook, Instagram, no. You're slowly starting to wear down. It, somebody doesn't have that interest right now. They may. There's certain people that come through that may. That's okay. That's the gravy. Awesome. There's the 95% of the people that it takes long-term engagement. It's a long game. It's not a short game. And so many people don't get it. I love that. Patience, man. Patience. Patience. So Ed. Yes. I have my, um, my ad account up, up oh, look here at this. for CrossFit that I'm put out some things. And so take me through this thing. So how am I doing? <laughs> Well, he's, di he's digesting. No, it. I am. I'm looking at, I mean, landing page. Just your cost per result could be. This is why you want to tweak a play. You want to right get. Here? Yeah, I mean, is a dollar fifty nine per result. Well, no, that's not true. What has that guy? What is this giving you? So I have a dollar fifty nine per landing page view, mm -hmm. which is twenty three unique link clicks right so essentially you reached almost 3,000 people here right, right. 2983 is the exact number I never look at impressions to me yeah, that's yeah, nonsense yeah. Uh, so for 2,900 people that he's reached go right a little bit mm -hmm. you had 2,300 so you're getting a decent amount of clicks yeah. to your landing page that's obviously what's what you're looking for in the result my yeah. question to you is here's your three things that have been running it looks like in July you have 253 total clicks. Mm. What has that resulted for you? So that goes into the lead forms that are on my website. Mm -hmm. And then that has come through. I mean, in the past 
week we've probably gotten 15 leads past seven days i would say okay so what of those leads are are there are they engaged in conversation is there email follow yeah so my manager follows up okay with email and phone is there any actual result yeah. from them yet? Yeah. See, so this is the, that's the great awesome. part, right? How many out of 15, how many? One um, or two? No, I would, I would say like in the past seven days, four have actually come to the gym. Oh, that's huge. And tried it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is huge. And that can lead into a longer term client for you, which is the game, right? That's the idea. So four people have already, that's awesome from that. I yeah. mean, I would say awesome. Good stuff. That's what to me matters but again you're really targeted so it's hard yeah (laughs) this is a gym right this is the gym right so you're going to get that targeted individual again if you're running one you should that's great but you still have the other 11 people that have it right Right. you said 15 total four there so you have 11 people you have to continually hit email follow up retarget them with ads continue to put stuff in their face even if you get into um, I, and I see you do this all the time. You, you you hone in on a specific individual at the gym. Yeah. That kind of stuff, if you could put retargeting messages in front of people that have engaged with your landing, because you have 15 people that signed up as leads. You also have a whole 280 others that haven't signed I'm up for lo- a lead form, but they've engaged. Yeah. You're not lost. You're just starting uh, the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I could completely nerd out right now. So Nerd, nerd. <laughs> so I have an... Instagram story going with a video. Ooh. Stories are powerful. Yeah, 15 second story, which I feel like is isn't the uh, the content is great. And then I have uh, just a regular Facebook ad that's going just a regular picture. But I feel like I feel like a, the copy is where this one goes well because it's like one of the things we hear all the time is we are a cult. So I like it's debunk man, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like a lot of it has to do with people's copy and just laying it out. But see, now, I, I let's go a little nerdier. Yeah, for me. nerd out. You're going to connect to those people that actually feel that about Right, places. that's what right. I want to do. That's what you want to do, and that's, that's why that works. Like, if you directly talk about something that you hear or something that is an issue and you just meet it head on yeah those that's why you're getting four people in right because you're really connecting to somebody who's like yeah i don't need this cult crap i want to just i want to be in shape yeah so that's the that's the next ad i plan on doing today is the the, another thing we hear is i need to be in shape before i try crossfit and that's the next ad that i'm going to there you go. And that's going to result in a couple of people coming in and trying it out. But you're still, this is where most people mess up with Facebook. You're getting leads. You're getting people to come into the gym. You're getting conversion. That's awesome. But you still have this huge yeah. audience that is just kind of stalking you, you know, yeah. for a, an honest term. They're just looking and they're just feeling like I've had people just even take this over to, to LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I've had people tell me I've watched you for years. And I'm like, what the hell did you wait for? They're like, you, you could come and go. The like, yeah. place is closed. True. Like, there's other digital agencies out here that have that have come and gone. It's like consistency, consistency, right. consi- two years. How many other people out here are waiting two years? Yeah. To get- you start building up this audience. Facebook, what people really miss about Facebook and Instagram is that it's only as good as the amount of information that comes into your ad account. Right. So the longer, like when I, you mentioned before, you said, Hey, I saw your Facebook ad. So I recently have done a bot, which is just basically the way I'm utilizing it is screening out 
people that I'm trying to target. So I'm targeting small business owners. I'm asking them a series of questions to get to an end goal, which is to determine if they're even, I don't mean to sound like an idiot, but it costs money. So I have to weed out and I have to manage my right. time better. So I'm really weeding out the process of who I'm going to spend my time talking to. And my bot does that perfectly. If you don't know what a bot is, it's you messenger. It's just a series of automated. It's I don't do it because <laughs> it's way too complicated, but I have a team that does it for me and they do a wonderful job of just, it, it works so well. And I have so much data in my, uh, Facebook ad manager from running ads consistently for the last three plus years. Like the conversion is crazy. Even the guy was like, holy cow, like your conversions are so amazing after a few days of running it. There's a lot of data in there. That's so I'm awesome. getting people through. And what I'm finding is a lot of people that I would chase down, send emails to spend the effort to try to convert aren't worthy of conversion. They're sure. just, they're never going to be yeah. able to afford to work. And that's not, you know, I would love to be able to help them. That's why we do other content. We talk about, how to utilize this stuff. Like hopefully they engage in that content, learn more and can do it themselves. Honestly, they just can't afford to work with an agency at this point. So right. hopefully they engage in content another way. But for me, it dials in where I spend my time. So my conversions are about to go through the roof because when I get the people like one or two have already come through that I'm like, yes, that's somebody that I'm going to spend the effort to try to get on the phone, try to send another email, try to send a specific video too where i go through and talk about what they're doing from a digital perspective and what they're missing so whether they use me or not they're getting value and you're doing value. the video yourself right yeah that's what so, the little thing exactly is. so ed has this set up in his office with a microphone a tripod that he uses for his his camera phone yep. right that's yep. the best tool that you have we just did a, a content podcast about that and he asked me what's the best camera you can have and it said it's right in it's right it's already in your pocket absolutely like no need to spend money anyway so you're just putting out oh, wait stop like this is a guy who yes he has a gym but he also has so creative a45 he does higher level content and he's telling you right now what yeah what your best friend is it's that's, your damn phone it. yeah because most of what you can accomplish is accomplished through simple video not the next level right it's it, when you really get into dc sports i mean to kind of dental oh, all yes. these projects we work in yeah it's all about professional and really get bigger budget. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you start with what you have in front. Just, of you. So that's basically what you're doing. You're putting yourself out there, mm -hmm. right? So those, these videos are very personal. It's not some, someone you hired, like speaking on your behalf with a script. You're just talking to them straight, right? If people realize how little prep that I do, they'd be scared. <laughs> do we prep for this today? No, we no. just go. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I love it already. I'm completely nerding out. So then, most people listening to this, I'm going to assume, don't know what a pixel is, right? Yeah. So, so a pixel is a data collector on your website. That's it. Right? What type of person is, is looking at certain pages here? So I just put my pixel on about, you know, two weeks ago. So we have it right in front of us now. And, and this is basically, it tells you everything from how many people have viewed your page to have gone to the add to cart, who've actually added something to the cart, and then you know, turn into a lead form or eventually purchased, mm -hmm. right? So I feel like, again, there's so much more to this Facebook marketing thing that people are not realizing that they could really use that to their advantage if they just put the right people behind it and actually spend some money because the money that they spend, their return is, you know, we've talked about this before, is 10 times over. And it continues to grow. Like, people don't understand. So here's a huge 
differentiator. Your, you have to market, right? No question about that. People pull back on marketing at the exact wrong times. That's a whole nother discussion. You have to market. So when you spend money digitally on Facebook and Instagram, because that's what we're talking about right now, this also applies to Google, but Facebook and Instagram, and you start to build up this data. Again, here you have, we're just looking at Dave's pixel. So this is his stuff for uh, CrossFit 845. 1,800 people have gone from, Andu is viewing his website, the certain page that he's driving people to. Yep. Okay, that's, that's wonderful. 205 people have added to the cart. Nine people have come through as leads. We talked about before, we've had people come into the gym. So that is the conversion. Right. He can track that. That's the one thing that most people forget about. You can track people digitally. Yeah. Eventually, you have to look at offline conversions, unless you're e-commerce. Right. E-commerce really is a totally different animal. If he was just adding to cart and having people sign up that way, we could track that. But you have an offline conversion, which right. is somebody coming into the gym, trying it out then tracking purchases, right? right? So you have a data point where, okay, you have nine leads, but you also have probably another, well, no, not probably. You also have 196 people that took another action and sure. didn't convert to a lead. Right. Now we can retarget them and get another action. So As you go when... in further and further and further into this, more and more data. There's more and more people that you can put an ad to. It not, might not be the time for the 196 people to come into your gym. Eventually it could be like, I can't deal with this anymore. Right. Or, and your business, I don't know. I know regular gym may be this yeah, way. Yeah, it's a high the, barrier to entry. The New Year's thing, if you're a regular gym and the New Year's resolution piece, you can retarget a lot of these people that have seen your stuff throughout the year. And then you have this big windfall because you are putting great ads in front of them yeah. right when they're like at their most desperate point to come and try to get in shape. What I love about Facebook is that they're getting smarter and better at what they do. So they're incre you know, they're making everything for some people this is Chinese, right? For I'm most sure, people for sure most a lot people. of people haven't understood a lot of this but stuff. If you get to know these things and you work with somebody like your Facebook manager or whoever you're working with, from this pixel data like that Ed was just going off that two hundred five people have taken the next step, you can create an audience a custom audience just to target those people and then hit them again, just like you were talking about before, just retouching them. Then so you create that custom audience. Mm -hmm. You let that build up a little more and then you create a lookalike audience and you're getting a high probability of people who look just like the people that have done it. Like this yes, is the lookalike audience. It gets scary how good yeah. this can get, but it's all the, the one piece people miss from the beginning. It's only as good as the data that you continue to drive. So if you set up a boost, back of the day and you didn't have much targeting so you're just really just you're taking a tv approach to this just throw it out to right. as many people that I can like see that. this TV approach yeah. yeah well that's what it is yeah. and there's a lot of advertisers that do it this way you just throw it out across dutchess county yeah and you hope that somebody in there is actually interested instead right. of honing in on their actual interest and putting your ad in front of somebody who right. is interested in it but if you do bad data from the beginning you have bad data at the end so your audiences aren't worth much to you you really have to do a hard reset then put your data and you know your ads in front of the right people let that audience build facebook is only as good as the data that you put in for it to target and the data that builds once you build accurate data it gets powerful it's more powerful in my opinion than anything and facebook wants to work for you better and smarter because Absolutely. you're spending the money so they want to produce the best results for you so you spend more money so they want to do the best job they can and optimize paid. every single piece of data paid yeah 
if you understand that Facebook is a massive business and they don't give a shit about your organic free stuff, they don't. The reason that Instagram, which Facebook owns, is changing and getting away from likes is because they don't want influencers taking the advertising money. <laughs> they don't want Instagram influencers taking the advertising money. They want you to advertise on the platforms. Once you understand that, you'll start to understand what Facebook and Instagram truly represent. Yes, you can put pictures up and engage with your friends and do all these things on a personal level. When it comes to business, this is huge, big business. The beauty is, is that the platform gets better and better and better. Just like we opened with the video views. We used to try to get 10 second video views, three second videos. We would spend a lot more money. We spent 120 bucks, 10 bucks a day, We've gotten 2,500 through plays, which is 15% or 15 seconds or more of videos watched. We'll, we'll go back to this at some point and look at a month or two and see how many people are watching yeah, X percentage. Awesome. We should do that. But the reality is we're paying a lot less for a lot more viewership. And it's just, and then now the audience that's building is just that much more powerful. And what about the people who say like, it's too expensive? I feel like. It's too cheap almost. If I it, mean, Facebook's going to get more expensive the more smarter it gets. But For sure. What's out of today's July 23rd? 3rd. So today's July 23rd. We have this conversation next year. I will promise you that Facebook is not cheaper. Right. But they're smarter. <laughs> it's going to be better. And you're. it's, it's about, sick. to me, Can't and wait. the conversations that I have with clients are about the most cost-effective digital strategies you can use. Cost-effective by far still is Facebook and Instagram. It, yeah. By far YouTube is an amazing strategy. It's an amazing strategy. If you're not utilizing it, you're missing out on a big piece of what you do. The, dig the video content, the viewership, the targeted viewership, people that have searched for something that now are seeing your video that's related to their search, that's powerful. Yeah. That's a great product. If you're not using it, you're missing out. And I will tell you, most people in this area are not using it. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Stuck in their ways? No. So what it really comes, and I'm not knocking anyone, so I'm not negative. I'm, my negative is gone. Right. <laughs> this is all from a positive perspective. But most people that are coming in to talk to the small business owner do not have the level of understanding of the platforms. They're selling something that is being put in front of them from their company. What other company that is? They're selling display. They're selling impressions. That's why I don't talk about impressions. They're selling things that really ultimately are traditional based advertising put your stuff out there to a whole bunch of people and people are going to interact with it that's just that's backwards that's that's you're losing the power of what right. is out here so i think the reality is is that most people are just not offering these things they're not selling their companies aren't selling them so their sales reps are talking i talk to when i go in and talk to clients they're your prospects they're like well the last three people didn't talk about that i own my business i do this for my business yeah sure the person that was just here doesn't do that. They sell. And I'm not against salespeople. I love salespeople. I'm a salesperson at heart. So it just, the reality is maximizing most cost-effective budgets. You just have to work with the right people and understand that people are out here actually doing this. And there's a couple, there's a few guys locally that are darn good. A few. Yeah. I feel like every day I get an ad positive? from, yeah, oh, that's great. Okay. I feel like every day I get an ad from some random dude trying to sell digital marketing. Or in my space, like the gym fitness space, like get a hundred new leads in, in two weeks. Like 
First don't of pay all, for no. them. Don't pay for them. That's the best. Yeah. Don't pay until I produce. That's nonsense. That's right. somebody who's just starting. Like, that's what people don't understand. And there's a look, I had to start somewhere, right? I never ran ads like that because I wanted to develop real relationships. You cannot win in that model because of, again, we talked about this, the number of contacts that it, I could generate leads all day for people. Yeah. All day, really cheap. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> what I have to look at is the leads that convert into actual business, and that takes time. Yeah. And no one in their right mind is doing that for on the come. Oh, you can pay me after they convert. Nonsense. There's so much effort that goes into that. Yeah. Even just getting the client and the salespeople that are at your client and everybody on the same page to understand that it's a, here's a good example. I work with, well, I can, I can name them. I work with the brothers that just do gutters and the New York division. We've generated leads at least two years now. We were looking at conversions being less, meaning we're converting 45, 50% into actual from leads to estimates, which is high, but then the, the closing percentage of those is the least out of all the channels they utilize, 35%. Sure. And we just sat down and had conversations to have with the sales reps. It takes more follow-up. We've seen leads or estimates to revenue go from 35% to 50% in just a few conversations. It takes longer. Because of the follow-up system. Yes. And they have a good one, but ultimately it takes the sales rep getting on the phone and saying, hey, you know what? You were interested in doing gutters last season. Are you ready to take that step? And somebody who's ready to take that step is, yes, they're going to do gutters. There's a great gutter company. They do high-end, awesome work. Yes, done. Now your sales will go up awesome. and those will be higher. And it just takes more. I always say to everybody, somebody who clicked on a lead form at some point, Something in their mind connected that they were interested. Right. Now it's just to get back to that point, and the pain point is real enough for them to say, I want to do something with these people. It's good stuff, Ed. Yeah, I tried this. We don't need a guest. I like guests, though. I, I know, love hearing I the other know. things. I know. I know what All you're right. saying. What else can we talk about? How long have we been doing this? This stuff just flows to me. I know. That's what happens when you just can just talk about this shit well we do this out. all the time anyways <laughs> and it's not i mean I, it is kind of nerding out but i just i hope you know the listener on and again we just we started this by shouting out hudson valley magazine so yeah. we're not i'm not attacking we're not there's certain people that are going to advertise the way they advertise now when you start to do all of these things together if you have that budget and you really start to be cost effective with your digital it's amazing what can happen so again, I used to talk bad about other things that I'm not anymore. There's no reason to because there's no bad marketing. There's just better ways to do certain things. So would of. you say like diversify your spend? So what I mean by that is not just putting all your money into Facebook and Instagram because they're usually coupled together, but diversify as put some money into those platforms, LinkedIn, Google, YouTube. It, it, I hate to use that. It depends, but it... If you have budget, yes. So let's talk about budget. If you have the ability, to, and I don't, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't have that ability to do Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google search, LinkedIn. I can't do that all myself, right? So I actually have a team that works with me who can, but I can't do that. If you have that ability, awesome. You have to look, honestly, if you're only a, uh, a player in Hudson Valley, sure. you have to look honestly at yourself and say it's going to at least take $1,000 on each one of those platforms to have any kind of impact. Now, and when you say $1,000, that's three grand a month. That's, <laughs> so that's going a month. across. Okay. Yeah. That's monthly. If you're looking at that now, if you're just Facebook and Instagram, which I think a lot of small business owners could do much better at, 
you still have to look 30, 40, 50 bucks a day to have real data start to build and build quickly for you to start capturing leads and then converting. So email's pretty much free. It's not mm-hmm. that expensive to do email, but you have to get good copy. So you got to look at those things. Your copy and your ad is great. You've been doing it. Yeah. Most people's copy is, I see ads where I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like seriously, like there was, I don't know who this guy is. And again, this isn't negative. This is reality. It was, it was either a driveway sealer or a, actually it might've been a septic guy. And it was just like this picture had nothing to do. It was hard. And uh, it just said, call, like, call, like, call what? What is yeah. this? Like, nobody is stopping on that ad. Yeah. And, he, and it's gone. It's already gone because he tried to do it himself. A good friend who's a roofer. And he's doing well in his roofing business. When he does an ad, it's talking about stuff that's important to him. And no client gives a shit about it. Got it. Interesting. You, again, if you're going to create, you have to think about from a client. And that's hard to do. Right. Right, it's hard to do because you're in your business every day. So it's very hard to say what's in it for my client. What are they going to react to? And I tell you the easiest way to do that, even in I do a personal podcast. I want to create content for the week's way. Shout out the week's way. If you're creating content, you're creating ads, you're creating. You can really look at the interactions, the conversations you're having with customers. What are the questions? I'll give you a good one. There's a site. It's called AnswerThePublic.com. You can go there, search any of your terms, and it's going to basically tell you what people are searching for actively now. Cool. You can, you can get lost at it because it, you were talking about geek. It's geek yeah. heaven. But you can create content that is specifically geared to questions people are asking. Same thing with your ads. Yeah. Well, your ad's about the cult. Yes. Everybody who knows CrossFit thinks cult. This is a cult, yeah. Plus there's Sorry, no- I ran off of that. No, we're being positive, but there's another place locally that can be a little culty, but that's a whole different mm. conversation. Um, I know you don't like that. I'm sorry. Bye no, 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 that's Bye fine. Bad. So what I did was you talked about talking to your customers, and that's exactly what I did. So I sat down a bunch of my classes. At the end of class, we took five minutes, and I asked them, what is the biggest objective or that you hear from other people that you talk to about CrossFit? And I wrote them on a whiteboard, and then that's what I'm going to use. So there's like seven different bullet points, you know, Price was one of them, you know, being in shape before you start, a cult, um, trainers not knowing what they're doing. Like, so I'm going to take all that and run ads based off of those subjects. So if people just talk to the customer and say, hey, what's the biggest objective to doing business with me, do you think? So either you talk about what objective that they ran into before initially signing up with you or what other people have heard about your space. See, that would be user-generated ad copy right and that's going to convert period user generates a big buzzword these days people want you know people to come on and basically be their content this guy's taking the step of sitting down asking his clients what's yeah. it i mean what it that's that's what you want to do so any business you're in as long as you have some customers you can go talk to them ask them questions that can really get good ad copy get good content creation get all these things that everybody has this oh my god i can't do it yeah it's crazy so for your roofer you would suggest and i would suggest is to talk have that have him talk to his customers and say hey what's the biggest objective for not going with our company or what's the like the biggest um myth or stereotype that you hear about roofing right and again this is a guy who's doing very well yes so if he could take that time to just sit down and figure that piece of it out boom yeah that's good. We've worked with 
And we, we have. We've worked with HVAC. We worked with the, that guy. We yep. worked with HVAC. And if they just take the time, any business, I'm telling you, it's any business. If you just take the time, even if you don't have clients, yeah. you have prospects that you send a to, survey out. If you have a massive them. list and massive yeah. email list, that's easy money right there. Yeah, most people out here are doing the networking, the grassroots, right. the BNIs, the chambers. Like you had interactions with people, ask them why they didn't go with you. Like that, hey, it'll take them back a second. Right, because you know, <laughs> barely any companies are doing that to begin with. They just want right. the sale and then they're done with them. But if you go back to your customers and say, hey, I appreciate your business so much. If you take the time to just answer this five question survey, it'd mean a lot to me. And hopefully, you know, if you have thousands of people on your email list, if say 50 of them fill it out, that's great. If you have 100, it doesn't mean yeah. you get some feedback, you can exactly. start creating content. Or you can go to answer the public and just look at what yeah. people are searching for in your space. That's a huge, like, that's a huge resource. Huge. That's great shit. Great shit. We try, bro. We try. We this try. Awesome, man. What else are we going to talk about? I don't know. Let's get off of Facebook and Instagram <laughs> ads for the moment. I could talk all That's day what about these things. That's got to call this episode, though. This is like the Facebook, Facebook Instagram special. The Facebook. Facebook. The Facebook. Facebook ads or whatever it is, man. Sure. We'll get a lot of listens to this, I hope. Well, let's talk about this. All right. Today, it's Dave and I here. You know, we have to be more consistent. We know that. Like, <laughs> who who do we want? Like, <sighs> like let's put this on ourselves okay. wait a minute like what do you guys or you're recording there like what do you want to see who do you want us to come yeah there are people that we're missing like there's only you know it's only dave and i we have other businesses like we want to get as many people on here that are really doing disruption yeah we want them on here like ooh. so let's think of different genres if you will yeah so you you mentioned before we started recording like rappers djs artists yeah, so we, we, I have an artist uh, who's eventually, we're here on video, uh, eventually these walls aren't going to be this white. It's getting, you know, it's it's a little uh, hospital-ish for me. Uh, can, you gonna, shut, can you get, shut that out now? Or is it, okay. I can't. Okay, I, okay. It's not done yet, okay. but I, we will soon. Actually, they'll be on a podcast or two. It's going to be really artists that are just doing the cool stuff like... You look, and, and the person I work with has done some old positive things and the first Friday things. And, and if you're outside of our area, that probably doesn't mean much to you. But it's it's really just an artist-based uh, initiative that's that's had massive impact in an area north of here, Kingston. They've had some good impact in Poughkeepsie. That's old positive. First Friday is a Poughkeepsie-based uh, organization that is just doing great things. Obviously, it's the first Friday of the month with the good weather season. They're doing a lot of different pieces around the city of Poughkeepsie. Oh, my God. My mail guy's here. So Let you're going to have to take over. this over. All right. We took care of the mail guy. So that's good. Uh, the first interruption we've had here. I know. The, first each, disruptor. Yeah, our first disruptor is the mail guy <laughs> of, the, of the day. Awesome stuff. So first Friday we were talking about. First Friday is a great initiative uh, going obviously the first Friday of every month. Yep. Doing great things at various venues throughout the city of Poughkeepsie. A bunch of people get together. There's a lot of people that come from the local community into areas that they probably wouldn't venture into in the city. It's a positive spotlight. Just a great, great organization. So the point is, like, we, we're going to do one. We're August 2nd. Yes, we're, we are. We're going to do a podcast from First Friday, which is at Walkway Over the Hudson, which is this amazing bridge up here. If you haven't been here to walk over the Hudson, it's cool. Definitely a cool place. They've upgraded some facilities. They're going to highlight that but we're also going to do uh an interview with one of these artists who is just awesome corinne is her name that's all i'm going to say for now but uh we want more people that are doing those grassroots 
disruptions. Like people say, well, what do you want to talk to DJs for? The amount of impact that they have on the local and, and sometimes not just local, regional, national, international right, right. impact is amazing. Like these are the guys that are and girls that are just doing amazing things. Now, at 48 years old, I'm not really in connection with the hottest DJs. You know, I ask my kids and they're like, you're too old to talk to them. So that's <laughs> that's not going to help me. My daughters aren't going to help me. The reality is like we want to showcase that those things showcase like no one else is is getting in touch or sitting down with these awesome disruptors yeah. and having conversations with them. Giving them a platform. And it's not just DJs. Will. I mean, it's everybody. It could be the cool photographer out sure. there. Like we had Hudson Valley happenings on and Laurie, I love you. We got to get together again. And like her Instagram has blown up right. since, you know, we've had her on here, not because of her being on here because of the great stuff she's doing, but I want somebody that is a lot less popular right yeah. now that is still doing massive sure. things. We, I've had conversations with a home inspector, female home inspector. Like that's disruption just in its nature. Like that's not right. the norm. That's what we want. She will be on here eventually. We just she's busy. A lot of a lot of homes are selling. Like good for her. We want to get her on here. We have a few other people in our local area, but we just there's more people that need to be spotlighted for what they're doing. And you know what, Ed? It's on us as well. I agree. I agree, but we're trying to do some user-generated <laughs> content. It's definitely on us. I mean, we, you know, there's times we've had clients on. We've been taking the easy route. We yep. should do sure. a lot more to get in front of. Nerding out, baby. Yeah, we got to nerd out and find <laughs> these people. And look, I'm just going to say it, man. We don't, we don't want to make this like. About us? Yeah, about yeah. us or about how we look, right? We're a couple of white dudes, right? We don't want to make it that way. We want to make this about everybody in yeah. our community because that's what it's about. Yep. But if we can bring value to anyone who listens to this by some of the things that we talk about and the strategies yeah. we talk about, there's nothing wrong with that. No, and I hope. I mean, this is these are higher, like today's kind of a higher level conversation around the amazing things that you can do through digital marketing. Mm -hmm. And again, we're both in that. Like people think we're crazy for, well, why would you talk about this and how to do this? Or I do some videos where I show people how to do it. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Because I. <coughs> Bless you. Bless you. <coughs> That's a cough. It's choking. Yes, I'm choking now. I need water. I don't have any. But I think <laughs> there's a lot of people that, you know, in the beginning, you try to work with everyone. You just, you know, as you go through business in the business for a few years, you realize that everybody can't afford a certain level to sure. work with you. But you can still give them a ton of value. They can still, there's people that have to, sh look, I had to shoestring my own advertising in the beginning yeah. and my grassroots tactics. You have to do that. And if I'm providing somebody a little bit of value and they can figure out how to do it themselves, awesome. That's what matters. Yeah, you talk about the video perspective. Use your phone. I, people, right. people get so stumped on creating their own content. You're like, your phone is right there. Yeah. And when you don't have that many people checking you out, that's the time you want to be bad. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Who cares? That's so true, man. All righty. That's it. We're done. We're done. I think that was a good, good piece of content right there. There's a lot we brought to the table. I mean, I hope they understand like the, the importance and the power of Facebook and Instagram and digital marketing. If you're not, the sad reality is you're going to lose yeah. like eventually you're going to lose and I don't care how dominant you are in your space just look look at the market in general the best players are 
you know, from 10 years ago, a lot of them are gone. And it's going to happen a lot more locally now on a local level because of the power. If yeah. you really engage in the power of what is on everybody's phone and what is sitting in front of them, it's amazing what can happen. It's just these companies are collecting data without you guys even realizing it. And it's creating these monster platforms that become so much more powerful that they're so smart now. They are. And I want to, here, I'm going to give, this isn't the closing. Oh, boy. So in closing, I'm going to give you a movie, uh, Netflix. I think it's on, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix, that if you want to see <laughs> where this is all headed, it's called The Creeping Line. Yeah? Yeah, it's about Google yeah. and Facebook. Did and how they, out? It's been out for a while. Yeah. It's about how Google really comes right up to, and the guy said it, they go right up to the creepy line, but they don't cross uh. it. And if you look at what's going on from the power of what they have, it's scary, but at the same time, if you think about it from a local level, power. From a business level, too. Yeah, local business level. To your advantage. Wow, I, the creepy line. The creepy line. Check <laughs> it out. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Ed. Good stuff. We'll see you guys soon because we've committed to do this a lot more. Yeah, that's right. Thanks. Deuces.